The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. First of all, Merry, Merry Christmas to all the Raider Nation, and a happy and safe new year for Joe. We missed a show here and there. Holidays work. You know, life happens between podcasts. So let's catch up here on show 455. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have. Well, what we're going to have on today's show is a thought. A thought about the Coliseum, about our history, about this game, about Charles Woodson. This game, and I must say this, is probably the most emotional game that I have been to since the passing of Al Davis. This is not a normal podcast, not a normal season, and I'm going to get into that with this one and only story. No post-game, no pre-game. We'll talk a little bit about football, but mainly I'm talking about our home, our Mecca, the place we call the Coliseum. Let me hit on the Green Bay Packer game because it, it was indicative of this team. Yeah, some bad plays, certainly some bad calls by the refs, certainly some lack of, (laughs) I don't know what you want to call it from the offensive coordinator, certainly lacking. The offense, which was our strength at the beginning of the season, is now our deficit. I just think that other teams are figuring out Derek Carr and how our offense must flow through him, and I think that'll change next year, not to worry Raider Nation. I do believe that the, the key to the last two contests were, it, it boils down to effort, man. It boils down to a team not ready to quit. It boils down to guys not willing to be called punks, losers, or yet again, the losing franchise in the 32 of the NFL. I know, as you do, if it weren't for the first two turnovers, that 14-point deficit in the Green Bay game, that would be a W. Indicative of many games this season where we've kind of shot ourselves in the foot. But again, like a broken record, I'm just going to continue to say, new staff, new playbook, new coaches, I mean, new players. You know, it's a lot to expect, and I do believe we have made amazing progress if you think back to how Dennis Allen started really and the coach before him and before him and also before him that's really all I want to say about the Green Bay game you guys are going to have all kinds of things when you call I'm sure we'll hit on those topics of course let's talk about the San Diego Charger game the very last game I believe that will be in Oakland And, you know, I got to tell (laughs) you, I'm getting a little bit teary-eyed. So many freaking friends. So many family members. Unbelievable fans from all over the globe. The tailgate, Kingsford Kirk and crew. The friends I've met there, you know, the relationships we've, we've made there, like a home, like a home away from home, really. When the Raiders returned in 1995, the Raider Nation came back. They came back big. They paid the money. Um, PSLs were ridiculous. You know, this whole concept was tough, but the Raider Nation showed up and has continued to do so up until this very game. You know, in in the beginning when people had to find their spots and the place they wanted to hang and move from place to place and where do you want to sit, all those things that became the norm. It became a Sunday routine. It became what you did every freaking Sunday that the Raiders were in town. The music, the food, the fans, the crazy things that happened throughout the parking lot, just events, memorable times. 
I just can't even tell you. And if you've been there, and you probably have if you're listening to me, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Even just once, you see the magic that is home. And that, this day, a special day, a day that really not too many people wanted to talk about. Some people were pissed. Some people were melancholy. I was very melancholy, to be honest, looking around, seeing my friends, seeing the place we go, seeing all the things we took for granted kind of every Sunday, thinking that it might not come to pass and we'll see it again. Kingsford Kirk, all my friends there, Susan, um, Seamus. I mean, I could go Mark. Uh, go. I could go on forever on the litany of friends and family that I have had there. Uh, Leonard, you know who you are. It was surreal, to say the least. We did a great video. Randy will get that up because uh, I think it was very special. You know who you are that have been to the tailgate and seen me. We've embraced in a Raider brotherly hug and, you know, just a a fan base of family. That's basically all, all I can say. This has been our home, the home for me and my entire family since they returned to Oakland. My children have been blessed to go and see professional football games since <laughs> they came back in 95. They have been blessed to spend games with their mom and dad. Uh, epic games, some good, some bad, but always experiencing the family, the friends, the warmth that is the Raider Nation. My kids were really little. I remember when my daughter, she was 10, uh, this guy was in the parking lot doing raps, and he wrapped her out a, a birthday rap that was just amazing. I wish I would have got it on, on tape. It was just freaking amazing. She will never forget it. I wish I would have got it on tape. On tape. On tape. I just want to break it down for real though Now being San Diego is beautiful If one child can know the situation Of what it mean to be part of Uru Raider Nation Even when your mom and dad be in a fussy pool It's a discipline, girl, they got love for you And one day later down the line You'll be a Raider SME Divine My son, my other daughter all have just fond memories of going to the stadium, seeing friends, family, and having a wonderful time, never f feeling threatened, always being proud, and to this day proud to be Raider fans. It is crazy to think that this is the last season. It is crazy for me, Raider Greg of the Raider Nation podcast, to think that this was our last home game. I can just relate only to the fans that were here in 1981 when the team left them high and dry. Randy, my good brother and partner here at Raider Nation Podcast, who is responsible for every freaking show, really. The magic behind what's happened here on the podcast is solely in, Ray, in Randy's hands, and he's done an epically good job. Good job, bro. And what I bring that up for is... Randy's been coming to the stadium. He was coming here before the Raiders ever had a stadium. Uh, he was here with his father. He came here until the Raiders left in 1981. And when they came back, well, guess what? Randy was right back in the house doing what he does. I can't tell you how I would have done this show without his help. It probably would not have happened. I know Randy is feeling a little melancholy about the Raiders leaving as well. Not so much anger as sadness. You know, Raider Nation, no other fan base has had to endure the bullshit that the Raider fan has. I'm just here to tell you. What other fan base have, has had their team ripped from them twice? None. This just goes to show you the disrespect from the NFL, lack of cooperation, all that shit that I don't even want to get into. Well, fuck it. I'll get into it because I feel like it. Mark Davis, you're a punk. And I say that because you have billion-dollar companies just down the road in San Jose. There are more, there's more money in that city than any other city in the world. And you could not come up with help, sponsors. You couldn't make those relationships work. You couldn't come out with some type of plan with all that money right there. I think that's a 
pure failure on your part, the organization's part, uh, to, to just take the easy road and try to make the city, county, or somebody else pay for it. Uh, I just don't believe all the effort was made that could have been made, Mark. And I'm being totally honest, bro. The stupid-ass 49ers went out and got Levi. They went out and got Chevron. And and they built a freaking stadium, bro. You have been lacking. Don't point your crooked finger at the county or the city, which are both culpable in this particularly heinous situation. But I will say this. It lays on you the responsibility to build your own house like anyone else in the world. If I was building my house, I certainly wouldn't go pleading for everybody else to have money. If I did, I would do it myself. But doesn't matter. Those are my feelings. That's how I feel about the whole situation. The county has been inept from the very beginning. The OFMA was a joke. And the city, let me tell you, from Gene Guan to Libby, let me have the shaft uh, to countless other mayors, worthless mayors in Oakland. A lot of talk, no action, which is the way it is for every mayor in Oakland of late. Let me say that for sure. This is another truth I stand on for sure. The Raider fan has showed up. The Raider Nation has showed up to a stadium that has a team that has done crap for over 10 years. This team has been up, down, mostly down, way down for the majority of the time the Raiders have been in Oakland. Yet the fans continue to fill the stadium continue to come and support this team on every level. It is an amazing fan base that Charles Woodson himself has admitted the very best in all sports. Yes, I know it's only football. Yes, I know it's not the biggest part of life. And yes, I know that I have to put it in perspective because some people are very sick. Some people have no money. Some people are very poor. There's a lot going on in the world right now, but... For the Raider fan, the die-hard Raider fan, the fan that flies here from London, Australia, South America, Japan, you name it, Germany, Switzerland, the fan that comes all the way here, and even if we don't win, has an amazing time and will not trade it for anything. That is what I'm talking about when it comes to the Coliseum and the Oakland Raiders. The history alone, I could not even tell you In this show, I don't have enough time to go through the history of that old place, but it is epic. So, on a freezing-as-cold Christmas Eve night, the Oakland Raiders played the San Diego Chargers, hated rivals, Philip Rivers, and the bunch come to Oakland, and the Raiders were not to be denied. The Raiders win in overtime 23-20. On an evening when Charles Woodson says his goodbyes to the Raider Nation at home. Hey, just one time, I need it. Raiders! 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 Hey, hey, listen, listen, man, it's, uh, it's been a joy for me to come back and play here for a second time around. You guys welcome me back with open arms as if I never left. And I just want you to know how much that means to me, means to my family, my two boys. Man, it, it's been great. I just want you to know that you guys are under great leadership, man, and this team It's going to get so much better really, really soon. Though this is my last game in the Coliseum, just know that I'll never leave you. Go Raiders. 
one of the all-time greats to ever play here. There have been a lot of great players play here, man. But a special night, and, and we and we delivered. Hey, y'all we, delivered we did it the right <laughs> way. <laughs> today so i ain't gonna cry man it's all good y'all probably think i'm soft now man hey but uh hey man i i believe in what's going on here man i just want y'all to know that man and, and like i said before uh the game in, in, in the huddle that uh it, it's bigger than me you know what i'm saying it's bigger than any one of us individually man but what i believe that y'all gonna do going forward i promise you i told my my, my db group man i'm gonna be watching every step of the way man because i believe in y'all i believe in the growth that that has started here, man. And, and the Raiders, man, we back, man. Yeah. Forget what the records say and all the other stuff. We ain't going to the playoffs. The Raiders back. Raiders yeah, back. And everybody better and everybody better be ready for hey, I, I, I share this, man. I share this with all of y'all, man. And, and from the bottom of my heart, I love you. And like I said, man, this I, I had the most fun this year, man, out of out of any any year, man. Cause this this was real, man. So I appreciate y'all. Emotional is an understatement. I'm still reeling from the moment, and I still can't understand the sadness I feel, even though it's over. I just don't believe there will be another place like the Coliseum. I certainly don't believe that there'll be another place where a regular guy that works an 8-to-5 job, a blue-collar man, can bring his wife and kids to a football game and not have to get a loan from the bank. A place where the kids can understand what real football fans are and take examples from veteran fans and see the greatness and the family and the emotion there at the Coliseum. It's going to be a it's going to be a trip next season wherever they may play. You know we're going to be there. But I will say this, it will never be the same as what we've experienced for the last, I don't know, 13 seasons, 12 seasons. It'll never be the same as the epic tailgates there in Oakland. The fans, the friends, the family, the food, you know the games. I just don't believe that they'll ever make that happen again. It's a special moment. And those of us that have gone and experienced it will never forget it. Like I said, my family grew up here. Uh, We've come here. This is our thing. This is what we do. This is what we spent our entertainment dollar on is the Oakland Raiders. And I am proud, so very proud, to be a conduit for a lot of fans that have made it to the Coliseum. Raider Gary from Canada, Andrew from Scotland. The list goes on. Um, Raider Wild from Australia. Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider. Raider Dave. Uh, Les Wilkie. Um, (laughs) Richard. The list just keeps going on and on. Raider Darren, um, Raider Dale, from all over the country. My good brother, Raider Steve from Houston. My other good brother, Raider Steve from Vegas. I, I am an honored man. I just feel so very honored to have met all of you there in Oakland. Uh, it was an honor to, to kind of get everybody in one place so we could party together and have a good time and support our team in the best way I know how, and that's screaming in the stands. Thank you, Oakland Raiders. Thank you, Raider Nation, from the Raider Nation podcast. Randy and I, this is not just my feelings. I'm going to tell you, Randy feels this very same way. Um, I just uh, want to thank you guys. I just can't thank you enough for the friends and relationships we have made throughout this trip. So we shall see what happens from here on. We're going to do another game. You know, we're going to see the damn Chiefs in their house. I just hope we can spoil their season. That would be my hope. 
Uh, they're on a roll right now, and I could care less. I hope the Raiders go in there and take care of business. Uh, I know one thing, they'll fight to the very last second of the clock like they have this whole season. I'm proud of this team. I'm proud of the, the finally the Raiders get a good coach and a good quarterback and some solid defense, and look what happens. Well, whatever happens and wherever they may go, I will be there for a couple games for sure. I hope to meet up with the Raider Nation there as well. Uh, Randy and I have had a great run here. Um, so we'll see what happens after this. I will keep you guys up on the happenings of the Oakland Coliseum and what is going on. You guys will probably hear it before me. But, I mean, I'm rambling now, but God bless America. I love this team. I love these fans. And I love being able to do this show Thank you, Randy, man. You are the man and uh, for helping us, helping me. When I asked you many years ago, you jumped right in, bro. Amazing. It's been fun. So let's see what happens after this. Let's get to the bone line. Um, damn, this is a sad day for me. All right, Raider Nation, now it's time for the bone line. You guys got to get in here because uh, we're not sure what we're going to be doing after they move. So we're going to just play it by ear here, and uh, we're going to try to keep all these fans in touch and what's up. But I love this bone line, man. You guys have been a anchor to my show, a complete necessary part of the Raider Nation and the Raider Nation podcast for damn sure. So let's get to it. 1-800-620-7181. You know the number. You have called it many times. And those of you who haven't, better get on it, man, because who knows what's going to happen next season. That's all I got to say. Who's first on the bone line, though? Now, the first bunch of these calls are going to be about the Green Bay game, so I just want you to pay attention because we didn't do a show there. I don't want to give these fans an opportunity to share their feelings about that game. So the first caller we have is Raider John from Rhode Island, a familiar caller. What's going on, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, what's going on? Raider John from Rhode Island. Just finished, uh, finished up watching the game. <clears throat> Tough loss. Um, what, do you can, what can you do, man? I mean, they played a good game, made a lot of mistakes. Obviously, them two interceptions at the beginning hurt us, but... You know, I know, I know. We all wanted to see them make the playoffs this year and everything. And uh, I don't know. I think, if anything, this one thing this team has taught me that is that you need at least a, a season to progress. You know, like if you look at what we did last year and compare it to this year, I mean, it's just such a huge difference. And you got to expect the same thing is going to happen next year, and we're just going to get even better. The the Panthers weren't were in the pretty much the same position as us a couple years ago. I think when uh, they lost a lot of close games, you know, and then eventually they put it together and look at them now. So Raider Nation just has to hang in there. I know who wants to wait a year. It sucks, but, I mean, we've waited long enough. I'm sure we can wait one more because we're due. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good Christmas, everybody. Go Raiders. We'll be back next week. And, uh, like I said, Merry Christmas. Well, I think that's the sentiment of the entire uh, Raider Nation right there about where we are, where we've been, and where we're going. Uh, it's a great synopsis of what we got going on. And um, certainly, great call, bro. Thank you. And our next caller, a very emotional and passionate Raider fan, Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. What's up, bro? Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Chris. Okay, first and foremost, I want to say sorry about the uh, background noise. I'm still at work. And uh, just couldn't wait to call in. Um, plain and simple, we lost this game due to a shitty secondary, missed tackles, blown coverages, and Terry just not being able to stay on his fucking feet. Let's be real. That's, that's exactly why we lost this game. Green Bay did not impress me at all. They didn't look good. We outgained them in everything. It's just our secondary is shitty. Woodson playing hard, as always, gets hurt. That that hurt. But our secondary sucks. And the missed tackles suck. Poor punting sucked. Just one of them games where, once again, we beat ourselves. Easily could have won this game as well. But, of course, 
we don't know how to play coverage in our secondary. Just, they didn't impress me. Green Bay sucks. Fuck Green Bay. That's what I say. But just had a rant. I'm out of here. I got to get back to work. Raider Nation, I'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball. Well, bro, like too many games this year, we've shot ourselves in the foot. This is no, this is no surprise. Yeah, this game, we surely could have won this game. We should have won this game uh, because, boy, spotting them 14 points killed us, and that was the, the whole deal. Yeah, we have a lot of issues we've got to take care of next season. That certainly is one of them. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is the original Raider, Sid, the Desert Raider. What's going on, Sid? Raider Nation, Raider Randy, Raider Greg. This is Raider Sid, the Desert Raider. Motherfucking Raiders lose another fucking game that we should have fucking won. Come on. We had these punks. We can beat these teams. We just need to learn how to win. That's it. God damn, and we need some fucking cornerbacks because apparently we don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh, another game. Should have cut a one one so, uh, you know what? Fuck it. Chargers, Christmas Eve. That's what I want. I want it to beat them down. Let's go, Raiders. And don't think you're going to beat them just because they suck. All right? You're going to go out there and do the work. I want a big win. Let's finish off the season with two big division wins. Let's do this, motherfuckers. At least get to 8-8. Eight eight. Shit. All right, man. Raider Nation, have a good Christmas. Drive safely, because I'm out. And the Desert Raider comes in and doesn't even drop an F-bomb. Right on, bro. Not that it matters, but, yeah, you know, you understand where we are. We all do at this point of the season. So look what happened in San- to San Diego. I love it. And our next caller from Southern Illinois. You know him as Raider Red. What's up, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and Raider Nation. Straight Red here in Illinois. Uh, Colin, yeah, uh, it sucked. Dropped, uh, dropped another one that was winnable. And, uh, yeah, money man. Derek Carr probably cost us that one yesterday as well. But here's the deal. Um, he's our quarterback. We're going to stick with him. We had some silly, stupid-ass mistakes. There's two big ones called interceptions. And what do you do? You know, what do you do? At worst, we're fin- finishing the year 6-10. and 10. I don't think that will happen. We're looking at a 7-9. <laughs> Hopefully it ain't an 8 season. That would be that would be good. Um, playoffs are out of the question now. So, here you go, man. Um, I think we got nothing but upside next year. We got a lot of money to spend. As you all know, we're some defensive backs. You know, some secondary short of having a kick-ass defense because, hey, they did a pretty damn good job yesterday. They've been doing pretty well. Slip-ups here and there, but, uh, you know, no major worries. It's just that secondary, and that's, yeah, of course, that, that's a major worry. Yeah, absolutely. And we're running back short on the offensive side. Okay, with Tavis Murray, they did a hell of a job yesterday. I'm not really want to get rid of him. Not really. I really want to get rid of Marcel Reese. Man, he had some good plays yesterday, too, but we got to have a maybe a new young Coming up, Todd Gurley-like running back coming in. That would be cool. But we got a lot of money to spend here in the next year. Uh, so, you know, something's going to happen. we got nothing but upsides to look forward. So, hey, Merry Christmas to all you Raiders and Raiderettes. Love all you all, man. It's just still, we're still strong. We're still silver and black. It's all good. It's all good. I'm out. Well, there you go, bro. Exactly. The whole nation is kind of feeling the same way. I love it. We have progress to be made. We have players to get caught up on. We need some running backs. We need a lot of positions still, but we have a great core. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller, you may love him. You may not, but he is solid, pure Raider Nation. I love the guy. My good friend, Money Man, has spoken. Raider. Money man spoken. 
Now, I knew that you were going to go on a rant. I didn't know it was going to be this rant, but I knew you were going on a rant. Listen, bro, 30 touchdowns. Oh, 31 now, 32. Um, He's like the fifth best quarterback starting in the NFL. He's not the problem. We have all kinds of other issues we got to handle. He's got to learn how to control himself. He's our quarterback, man. You got to get over it, man. He will take us to the promised land, and you're going to have to eat some crow, bro. I'm going to tell you. Next year, you're going to see a whole different program all the way around. Stop hating on Carr. He's our man. Yeah, he's jacked it up a few times, but this, you know, second year, new scheme, new coach. You gotta, you gotta put that in consideration, man. You can't just have Terrell Pryor come back and save the Raiders because that's not gonna happen. I appreciate the call. Appreciate the love, bro. And our next caller is Raider Rick from Freezing Ass Utah. What's up, bro? Hi, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Rick. Um, coming to you from uh, cold, uh, cold state of Utah. Uh, snowing on the ground right now, and uh, just wanted to let you know my thoughts on the uh, Raiders and uh, Packers game. Um, just wanted to say, you know, it was a it was a hard game for um, for us to digest. Uh, you know, Derek Carr, he had his two interceptions, but he also had, you know, two touchdown passes. Um, you know, I think it's interesting, you know, you see Peyton Manning or uh, even Aaron Rodgers on his interception. Uh, he threw that to right right at our Raider player. I mean, we cut him off and it looked just like the one that Derek Carr did, but nobody you know, gets upset with Rodgers. Um, nobody gets upset with Manning when they... Uh, when he throws his two, or when uh, Philip Rivers throws them, or Brady throws them, or Breeze throws them, you know, everyone's okay with that. But you know, Carr, you know, he throws. Yeah, he threw two interceptions, one pick six for a touchdown, and one almost for another uh, pick six. But also, he threw two touchdown passes that looked great, and. Amari Cooper had over a thousand yards. Michael Cranfrey almost has a thousand yards. Derek Carr's thrown thirty touchdown passes. Um, he, all he needs is four more, and he's going to tie the record. If he gets five, he beats the record. So I mean, you know, yeah, he's still got stuff to work on, but he's only a second-year quarterback too. You know, so I'm a, I'm I'm ecstatic of his progress that he's made and he's a leader and he's going to continue to be a leader, be our uh, starting quarterback. And he's going to take us to the promised land. I promise you that. Um, we just need a couple key things on the offense, maybe a, another running back, you know, to supplement Murray um, gets some more offensive linemen, either backups you know, or, you know, re-sign the ones that we've got because we had a lot of injuries on the offensive line. That's a big, I think that's also another reason, you know, Carr felt pressured, you know, at times. I know it's next man up, but, I mean, still, both guys haven't played for a full season and then get some key guys on defense and we're good to go. Um, uh, Jack Delray is taking the team in the right direction, making good, um, good decisions. And key pieces. Um, anyway, I hope it's not too late. This being on a Monday, I hope I get to get on the show. Haven't been on for a while, but probably because you know I've been too late. So very vague, if, if it's possible. Uh, you know, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to call in and express my feelings. Even if uh, I don't get on the show all the time, you get to hear my my feelings and about Radio Nation. And, Nation, keep your hip. We will be fine. We will continue to fight hard and to um, be the team that I know that we can be. Here, Nation, I'm out. Yeah, well, Money Man has spoken. Got to listen to you right after him. That's perfect, bro. Good job. That's exactly what I think, and most of the Raider Nation feels exactly the same way. 
You know, he's young. We have another we have a nucleus to build around. Next season, man, we got to see some ser- serious progress. We'll see who we get in the draft. There's so many things that are going to happen. Very exciting. Thank you for the call, bro. And the next caller is my very good brother, the Canton Raider, is in the house. I like this guy. What's up, man? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Canton Raider. Uh, Okay. I'm seeing on Facebook a lot of people, a lot of people, one car benched, traded, cut. Are you crazy? Carr has 30 touchdown passes this year. He's he's on pace to break the franchise record for TD passes in the season. That's more than LaMonica, Stabler, Plunkett, Gannon, all the greats. And the year LaMonica set the franchise record with 34 touchdown passes, in 1969, he also had 25 interceptions that year. Carr has 11. So let's pump the brakes on Carr. He's going to be fine. This is his first year in a new offense with new wide receiver core, new tight end, basically, and Clyde Walford and David Lee, Carr is going to be fine. And it's time to pump the brakes on McKenzie a little bit, which I think pretty much have. We used to have number one first-round draft picks like Fabian Washington, Michael Huff. Who can forget Jamarcus Russell? And number one pick in 09, Darius Hayward Bay. I mean, look what... Reggie's done since then. Mac, Carr, Gabe Jackson, Cooper, Mario Edwards Jr., Clyde Wofford, picking up Seth Roberts. The team is going to be fine. Carr is going to have a great year next year. He's going to learn from his picks. That They're going to be fine. And before it's all said and done, Carr's probably going to own almost nearly all of the passing records in Raider franchise history. So let's just pump the brakes a little bit on Carr. Carr's going to be fine. The Raiders are going to be fine. Next season's looking brighter and brighter. Everybody relax. And McLoin's not the answer. Sorry, Matt McLoin lovers. He's a solid backup. He's not starting over Carr. Nah. Anyways, Merry Christmas, Raider Nation. Well, there's another call you should listen to, money man. (laughs) Listen, bro. You're on the wrong train. Get off that train and get on the rest of us with our train because uh, we're riding car. And that's the way it is. I see the same things in this young man and the team. Mackenzie had my heat for a long time. But, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Thanks for the call, bro. Our next caller from North Carolina, Raider Ruben, is in the house. What's up, bro? Good morning, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Ruben from North Carolina calling in. Um, woke up this morning and saw the sad news that this will be the final year that Charles Woodson, the great one, ageless wonder, um, is going to retire at the end of the year. Sad day for Raider Nation, but we got a brighter future ahead of us. So um, it's, it's not a time to be sad. It's time to celebrate. You know, he had a good... 18 years in the league. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, the guy's career just speaks for itself. So um, I just want to say that. And another thing I want to say, talk about is, um, you know, I go on my, do my normal ritual routine that I do in the morning. When I wake up, I go on my phone and read the sports news, the scores and all that other stuff. And, you know, I jump around from social media um, sites, website, website, see what's going on and, I see something that, that kind of struck a nerve with me in regards of, of Charles Woodson. And uh, there's a certain caller that calls into the Radio Nation podcast who um, has his own theme music. I really don't want to say his name right now, but um, I'm pretty sure the little hint that I gave, everybody will know who I'm talking about. But uh, he made a suggestion that the reason why Charles Woodson is retiring is because the Raiders don't have a quarterback that can give get him another championship. That is just so ridiculous. Why would anybody even say something so stupid like that? 
Charles, how many years Charles was in the thing? 18 years. How many championships have he won? One. How many Super Bowls has he been to? Two. And one of those two, Rich Cannon was his quarterback. And that's a Super Bowl. Well, we all know how the outcome of that was. But to suggest that Derek Carr is one of the reasons, if not the reason, to retire, that's a bunch of bullshit, as you will say, Brady Greg. Um, I just want to understand why, after two years, this is still a subject that keeps on being talked about. I hate to bring it up, and I'm guilty of that, but when I see something like that on social media being talked about, that really just, I don't know, I guess it just pisses me off because it's its stupid. Man. <laughs> Derek Carr, who was Derek Carr throwing to last year? Right, you can't name a wide receiver who's on a on a staff round that's actually playing that Derek Carr was throwing to. Not one. Um, golly, I just don't get it. It's like it's like a beating a dead horse into this hard headed, you know, this idiot comments. These comments about Derek Carr just really, really getting under my skin, and it's it's really annoying. To see it day in and day out. Um, I don't know what else they but Cheers to Charles Woodson. Guy's a classy guy, Hall of Famer. And once a Raider, always a Raider. That was very well said. I think Money Man has spoken is just foolish. I don't want to call him stupid. I think he's just foolish. Hey, everybody, Middlecoff here, 95.7 The Game. What what has changed? Interception and I don't care if it's eighteen fifty. Okay. I'll tell you what has changed, John. Simple as this. When you throw interceptions in today's game, you're gonna lose. Look at what happened to Kansas City. We had that game until he started throwing interception after interception after interception. We had that game. And today our defense come out playing well up until what do you do? Throw in a session, they run it back to the one. You said yourself, you basically gave them 14 points. Yeah, I mean, I look, I look at them like two pick sixes. They were not good. But here's the other thing I look at. He What's threw that? a touchdown to end the half, and then coming out two, two series into the second half, he throws another touchdown. They have the lead, 2017. So it's crappy, what... and the, the hole he dug them, which he dug them, and he'd be the first to raise his hand and say, I dug the hole. He dropped yes, the exactly. shovel, and he stopped digging. And you know what? They dug out of it. They were up. And you know who blew it? The kickoff coverage. They, 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 the Packers returned it past the 50-yard lines. Three plays later, the former Raider that cannot run, who's slower in molasses, scores a touchdown, and there ain't a soul around them. They weren't even covering them. They weren't You've even been covering them. They've been having this all year. But it's like this once again, John. You're not supposed to throw interception. You're supposed to throw touchdowns. That's what he's supposed to do is throw them. He's not supposed to throw pick sixes and interceptions that lead you directly to touchdowns. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're supposed to do that or he wants to do that, and I agree. It has been a little bizarre this year. Again, I mean, I see a lot of guys throw a lot of picks. I mean, beside Matt Schaub these last couple of years, most guys don't throw a lot of pick sixes. Guys just get tackled. I'm with you. It just, for whatever reason, the balls he's throwing – I, I don't know. It's just I've never quite seen anything like it. It feels like every pick he's throwing, the guy is running just open gates out the gate to the other, to the end zone. But I don't think that's I, – I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly can't give you rationalize or give you a good summary why that's taking place. But it is. And from a decision-making standpoint, he has to get better. But, again – he bounced back, and I see more mental resiliency with a guy that as a young quarterback, a lot of quarterbacks would have gone into the tank, would have just been done. It would have been over. The Raiders would have got boat raced. And th- there was more than half the season when the defense totally let Derek down. So he's been up and down these last month. Well, he's also had an injured star young wide receiver. Amari's got a bad left foot. Uh, Seth Roberts' ab, he pulled his ab, or who knows what the hell he did. He was out. Uh, Crabtree was evaluated for a concussion and then came back into the game. He did not have a great game. Andre Holmes might have had 10 drops today. So it's just, 
he get you get the most praise when you win, you get the most blame when you lose when you're the quarterback. But if honestly, if anyone thinks that Derek's the problem, it just might be time to reevaluate some things in your own personal life. Jack driving home. Hopefully it's Del Rio. Jack, what's up? Hey, John. Man, these fools that are calling you in about Derek Carr, it's like, what did these people watch the 11 years before him? I mean, good God, but I don't even get into that. I think he's just foolish, and we all know that he is. He's the Raider fan. He's passionate, too. He's tired of losing like we all are. And anybody would say that Woodson's leaving because of Carr is a bonehead, or my friend would say hammerhead. That is not the reason Woodson's leaving after 18 years. Crap. That's a hell of a lot of beating on a body for 18 years. What a class act. Nothing to do. As a matter of fact, Woodson said that this team has a very bright future. He loves Derek Carr. So we could put that to bed. There are only going to be people hating on somebody. Well, that's what makes the nation. Uh, we all got to correct each other. And, and better yet, just watch our team go next season. It's going to be epic. Thanks for the call, brother. Very well done. And our next caller is Raider Ron Dan. He's in the house from Vegas. What's up, bro? Raiders! 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 Merry Christmas, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, and Raider Randy. This is Raider Ron Dan calling from Vegas. And I just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. And there we be the Pumas, the Nullas, the fucking San Diego Chokers in overtime. The will to win. That's what I'm fucking talking about, Raider Greg. That's what I'm fucking talking about. It wasn't pretty, but guess what? Just win, baby. That's what we did. Just win. I love y'all. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. I'm out. Beat the Queens next week. Yeah, I believe you're totally correct when it comes to effort and just win, baby. That whole thing happened when the San Diego chargeless, nutless, boatless chargers flew into the black hole and flew out quiet, defeated, beaten, and bruised. You just got to love that, bro. What a way to see the Coliseum out. Great game. Great time. And our next caller is my good brother, Kansas Raider. A very good supporter of our show. Great guy. Listen to what you got to say. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Kansas Raider coming at you. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, Raider Nation. Um, I've got some sad news and some great news, man, I guess, if you want to call that. Um... Charles Whitson is retiring. It's great news because he is retiring with us. It's good news because he is a guaranteed Hall of Famer. It is bad news because he is officially going to be done. He was the first jersey I've ever owned. Too poor to buy any. I actually bought myself one when I was 18. So that memory that I have of Charles Woodson is is um, outstanding. Five years, I will be in Canton, Ohio, guaranteed, cheering him on for what he's done for us. Also, Raider Nation, we got the greatest gift every week, and that's this podcast. This is the greatest Christmas gift I could ever get. This is the greatest Christmas gift that any of us Raider Nation, true Raider Nation, if you're a true Raider fan, you love this podcast. If you're a true Raider fan, there is no other podcast better than this one. I've listened to all of them. I listened to two different ones, honestly. This is the best podcast. So why don't we give the gift back to Raider Greg, to Raider Randy, Let's go ahead and give out our money so we can keep this going. 
Man, I love you guys. I love you, Raider Nation. I don't know where, and I can't say, I can't be one to say, hey, um, go in, pay for it. Why don't you go ahead and put your money in and help, you know, a great cause and don't help myself. So let me know where I can pay, and I promise you I am willing to pay whatever it is for this podcast because this is a great podcast. And without this podcast, definitely in the off season, my life would be hell. So Red Nation, help this podcast out by donating money, by helping us out. All right? Merry Christmas and have a happy new year, Red Nation. And I'm out. Well, in this season of giving, I certainly don't expect anything from the Raider Nation. Everybody has issues. Everybody has bills to pay and everything else. We certainly do appreciate any help, but, you know, it doesn't have to happen now. It, happens, it can happen anytime. On RaiderNationPodcast.com. Look at our website. You can see where to donate. RaiderNationPodcast.com. I don't ask for donations because it's not important. <laughs> not to me I mean that's cheesy I think but um, any help is good help and we have used every dollar to help this podcast move forward for all kinds of reasons equipment mainly so I appreciate that brother I appreciate the love you have for this show Randy and I this is why we do it we hear guys like this it really inspires us to keep going so I appreciate it brother very very much and I hope I sure hope we bring a victory next Sunday there in Kansas City so all the people living there in hostile territory can just tell the co-workers to just shut the fuck up. And our next caller from Utah, Raider Rick. What is up, my brother? Hi, Raider Gray, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Rick coming to you from Utah. Just got done watching the Raiders-Chargers game. Um, it was ugly at times, and there was times that I was like, what are we doing out there? But we ended up getting the win, much-needed win. And the great thing about it is we're either going to be 8-8 eight and eight or 7-9, and nine, which was better than it was last year. And we've had one player go over 1,000 yards, Amari Cooper, and this game, as ugly as it was, uh, Latavius Murray had 1,000 yards, um, Carr's got 31 touchdown passes. Um, he's he's doing okay. He's doing pretty good. Um, I think Michael Crabtree. He he may he had 40 yards. I think he needs about 100 yards to get close to a thousand yards. So the Raiders are doing good. I don't want to take too much time. Hope I get on the show. I haven't been on there for a while, but you know we get a lot of people calling. But Raider Nation, just want to tell you that uh, how much I appreciate you guys. Uh, and being diehard fans, um, no matter where we go, who we are, we're a family. Um, as far west as you, as uh, California, as far east as New York, up to Canada, and clear down to Texas, and all throughout, we're Raider fans through and through. Um, and we're a family. And I want to thank Raider Greg and Raider Randy for the opportunity to be on the Bowline and explain and be able to give our thoughts and our opinions on this, but I'm happy. Um, you know, we beat, um, hopefully we go four and six in our division, but even if we did half, that's better than we've done in a long, long time. Um, the chargers are worried about us for next year. The Broncos worried about us for next year. The chiefs, we, we are ahead in that game. Um, now after this, we get some time to heal up, play everything we have. Anyway, um, that's all I have to say, Raider Nation. I'm out. Very well said, bro. You know, it's a worldwide Raider Nation. And it's amazing that you could go anywhere in the world and see that silver and black, that skull and crossbones, the Raider emblem, and you're on. You're in a conversation. It's crazy how connected this fan base is. Thanks for the props, bro. And our next caller, my very good friend, season ticket holder from Houston, Houston Raiders Steve, a variable plethora of knowledge. What's up, bro? Hello, Raider Nation. This is Houston Raiders Steve. Great win. Great way to send out uh, Charles Woodson last home game, man. 
I tears in my eyes, man. In the game, man. And uh, emotional win for all of us. 38 years ago today, September 24th, 1977, up in Baltimore, the old Baltimore Colts versus the Oakland Raiders. One of the two overtimes. One of the best games I've ever seen. Burt Jones, Dallin Kent Stabler. Everybody remembers, goes to the post, end of the game. Dave Casper, over the shoulder, win the game. Man, that was a classic matchup, man. It was the last time the Baltimore Colts were the Baltimore Colts in a playoff game. Man, 38 years. This brings back a lot of memories. Uh, kind of emotional right now, being Christmas Eve and everything. I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Hope you all had a nice, happy Hanukkah. Our Jewish friends, happy Kwanzaa. Man, we picking it up in Kansas City. That'd be a way to end this. In the season, send him out. Send Charles Woodson out. One of the best Raider defensive backs of all time, as Greg Coffin says. A lot of penalties, but, you know, at the end of the game, we got the field goal that we had, too. And uh, Seth Roberts set it up. Uh, I don't know. I'm just pretty emotional right now. All I can say is, we're back, baby. Go Raiders. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Go Raiders. Thank you, Raider Steve. You know, he is diehard and emotional like the rest of us. This is a tough game to see Woodson leave, possibly the last game in the Coliseum. It's crazy, man. It's crazy emotional right now. I don't know. I totally can feel your emotion, bro, honestly. And so can most of us that have been here. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the good times. Thanks for making that trip to Oakland. It's crazy. From Houston. Well, I knew I'd get this car on this bone line because he always comes in big when we play Kansas City. This is my good brother, Raider Dan from KC. I love this guy's calls, the passion, and he's right there in the middle of all this shit in Kansas City. What is up, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Dan from KC. I envy you guys. I envy you guys to be out there see the greatness of the Raiders, see the greatness of Charles Woodson as he played team captain, as he won out there on the field, as the only king captain. And we brought it home. And we brought it home. And we played with heart for 60 minutes. The offense sucked ass, but the defense showed up. Defense showed up, causing turnovers. Sacking and safeties. That's what we do with Raiders. We bring the heat. We bring the pain. Charles said, I want to be known that I left it out on the field. We left it out on the field. As his pregame speech said, it's about all of us. I was proud to watch my Raiders. I'm always proud to watch my Raiders. But to kick that ass and Phyllis Rivers Takes his bitch ass back home with a L. This is Raider Dan from KC, loving it. What a Christmas present. And you know where I'm going to be at for the next game, baby. Go Raiders. Well, thanks for the call, bro. And I know where you're going to be. And I certainly hope the Raiders bring it like they did in Oakland. I know one thing for sure they will play 60 minutes of football and not. Take one playoff. They're going to try to beat those Chiefs in their own house. Trust me, this may be the last game of the season. It don't mean shit. We need to take the Chiefs down a whole game. Beautiful to see. I hope you see it, bro, and thanks for the call. And our next caller out of Denver, Raider Fawns, is in the house. What's up, bro? Raider Randy, Raider Greg. This is your boy, Raider Farms, coming out of Denver. I wish all my Raider Nation family Merry Christmas. That game last night was so frustrating, yet so amazing. I don't think I've seen such a great finish since that game after Al Davis died when we were in Houston. Man, we were going crazy at the bar out here in Denver, I'll tell you. Repping real hard. Uh, a few thoughts on this Christmas morning. DJ Hayden's got to go, guys. Uh, I've seen the last of him after last night. He almost cost us the game. Goodbye and get riddance. Good luck to you. We don't need you. Um, just want to thank C. Wood for everything he's done for the nation. 
that man embodies the spirit of being a Raider. He exemplifies it on the field and off the field. I wear that jersey with pride every time I put it on. Anyway, guys, hope you all have a great Christmas. And Raider Nation, baby, I'm out. Woodson exemplifies pride and poise and just being a true champion. I can't wait to see. I want to go to Canton. I hope I can be there for that. I'm going to make a plan to be there. So I want to see the whole place filled with Raider fans, as I will. I am sure we will rep hard at the Hall of Fame, bro. Thanks for the call. Yeah, great moment there in Oakland. We beat the Chargers. Quite fitting, our last call is from the Desert Raider. Merry Christmas, Raider Nation. This is Raider Sid, the Desert Raider. It's 3 a.m. Christmas morning. I just saw the game. Fuck yes. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, Raiders. Woodson, Oakland. I'm out of here. Merry Christmas. There you go, man. The entire Raider Nation was glued to the TV watching this final contest for Charles Woodson. You know, I I bet you, well, I know he feels it. I know he feels it all over everywhere he's played. He's gotten props. He is a true Raider. And, man, I'm, it's going to be hard to replace him. And DJ Hayden definitely needs to hit the bricks. And he's one up from a lot of, lot of loser defensive backs like Buchanan. And I'll go down the long list of the, the players that Al picked that were just crap on the defensive side of the ball, except for Charles. So Charles, the man. And you're watching this game at 3 a.m., bro. I don't know what happened, but good for you. You shouldn't have missed it. I'm glad you didn't. Thanks for the call. Well, Raider Nation, this is it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. We have another game coming up, last game of the season. I hope we beat the Queefs in and out and all around that stadium. We'll see what happens to the Coliseum, what's going on. I hope they stay. But once again, we, Randy and I, are very proud to be representatives of the Raider Nation. We're proud to bring you this show. Probably can be part of your life, which is very, very cool. And, you know, in closing, let me say this. The brightest days of the Raiders are ahead of them. We are going to more championships. We're going to kick some ass in the league, and it's happening right now, finally. I love it. I just wish it could happen here, at home, in Oakland. I am Raider Greg. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Be good humans. Do not drink and drive, man. It ain't worth it. From Randy and I, we are out.